What's wrong with you? But sister, they are just ninjas trying to release their wiggles. Hey Siri, set an alarm for five minutes. I've set an alarm for 1855. 1855. Look, I did not do that. I did not set it to military time ever. I just decided when I when I made it male, it became that one. It really feels like you did that on purpose. Yeah, that sounds like something a male would do. I didn't do it. Time. I swear, like it's just weird. Like also, I have like two alarms going right now because I have uh, got a little crazy today, and I decided told my kids it was like, how about we have Taco Tuesday? And my son looks at me and says, it's Monday. <laughs> what the hell are you talking? He was really upset, like the nerve of me like to make a Taco Tuesday on a Sunday. So I'm making tacos right now, and I'm, I'm like, like simmering rice. Although and today is Monday, right? Yeah, it is Monday. Monday. Yeah, <laughs> I think the fact that I tried to pull the wool over their eyes, like they they are not impressed with my Taco Monday. Like, Actually, from another perspective, you. don't you think you're aggravating them more by not doing it on Tuesday again? You know what, if I did it on Tuesday again, they'd probably look at me like, hey, hey thanks for getting it right, asshole. I believe that. Yeah, like uh, it's oh, the whole thing has been like he looked at me like it's Tuesday. Like like I'm the idiot. Like I'm just like I was just trying to make some I was gonna make tacos anyway. You don't necessarily have it's not like a nailed down to a day of the week. I got I got a good wiggles question. Evelyn, when's the last time your daughter looked at you and you're like, you know she's looking at you like, why are you so fucking stupid, mom? <laughs> oh, oh my gosh. The last, oh, no, just the last time. The last seriously? time. Seriously? Yeah. is on a daily basis. On oh, a, I kid you not. On a daily basis, she oh, looks okay. at me that way. When was the last time you saw one that offended you? Like, what was the situation? I, I, I it, you know, it never really did. But now, you know, her, her thing of saying is, why are you such an Evelyn? That's what she says Ooh, to me. Why is, are you such an Evelyn? That is such a Dwight. She's Howard using your name as an adjective? <laughs> I love it. I, she calls oh me by God. my name very, a lot of times. She Dude, does. That's a sad, she says, I mean, right her there. dad, her dad tells me that's your fault. He says it's my fault because I've talked to her like my friend. I mean, I have talked to her like an adult since she was little. I never really like baby talked to her, but, but still. She's I, also, you know, she's also in really way, intelligent it's though. It's good and it's bad because she does trust me and i know she tells me things that she probably wouldn't have if i was a strict mom but well, i can discipline her too and you know she's a good kid i mean she really is like yeah, you'd then, be surprised then, since you guys are close in that way you know when she's saying something like that it's not offending you like saying "fuck." right you. yeah that's why i can't really yeah. see it that way that's yeah. why i don't really get offended but you it's still know it's like, like a little like you know like a slap yeah it's like, like oh, you know like <laughs> No what no what I gauge it is it like if my dad if I my if I talk to my dad this way, what would happen? Oh. And, <laughs> yeah, and that's that's how I play it. Like like would I get my ass kicked right now? Well oh, absolutely, she would yes. Not <laughs> talk to her dad like that. There's no yeah. way. Yeah, like, and I've asked her, why don't you talk to your father like that? And she's like, Oh, because I'm scared of him. And I, I think I yell more at her than he does. And I'm just shocked as how she she just talks to me that way all the time. She tells me I'm a little girl. She's like, oh, you just don't get it. Like, she oh. seriously gives oh, me wow. the... She, she mansplaining you? Like, it's like yes. kids-splaining like, it? You need, you? She, she even tells me, you need help, mom. <laughs> like, I swear oh, to God. Yeah. She probably told <laughs> I mean, me that yesterday. Like, you need help. 
but that's gonna be like, yeah, I, act, I have to deal with you. <laughs> that's because I act pretty silly. So, you know, it's mm. kind of like, okay, I get you. I, I guess I should act my age maybe more often than I do. I disagree with you and I think you're doing the right thing. I do the same probably thing. for the best. And yeah, there's like, times people at work just look at me and say, and they laugh and they're just like, what's wrong with you? Because like, and it's not even anything crazy, right? It'll be like two brothers that work in the same place, standing next to each other. And when I see them together, it reminds me of me and my brother. So I'm like, I want to say something brotherly. So I usually walk by and I'm like, we're brothers. We're singing and we're dancing. And, and then I stop right there and they turn around and they're like, what is wrong with you, dude? Like, and, and nobody hits you with, give wrong. me a high five. <laughs> oh, that's timing. Now that's timing. You're getting better at that. <laughs> Welcome back to Cabin Fever. I am Tony G. With me as always, my main man, my brother. We're laughing and we're singing and we're both very brown. Don't even say my name. I don't care. We have our first female guest on the show today. Pretty, pretty excited yes. about it too. Yes, yes. Uh, please welcome to the show. Evelyn is just fine. No last name needed. Can I do oh, Evil Lynn for the He-Man e fans out there? Yes, yes. That nickname has stuck with me since I was little. A lot of people actually don't believe and think it's kind of offensive when I tell them that my nickname is Evil or Evil Lynn. Get out of here. Yeah. I'm like, I've oh, you know, my nickname's Evil Lynn because, you know, you see it on my Instagram name, right? Yeah. And they're like, why, why is your Instagram evil in? I'm like, that's my nickname. Like, what? Well, Doesn't that bother you? Anybody like, how do you it? not know about He-Man? Well, is there anyone who gets it that yeah, was yeah. like, you're like, oh, okay, cool. I had a Starbucks guy. I was talking to him and uh, I was telling him about my name. And he said he, he actually had a He-Man tattoo. He ended up putting evil in on my Starbucks cup. Ah, it was the cutest thing. Yeah, I loved it. Wait, without I you asking, it. or you already knew? Yeah, that. without me asking. Oh, that's without me awesome. Asking. Yep. <laughs> that, that's when you know the world is working the right way. So Evelyn's a teacher. I am what you call a paraeducator, which basically, um, to sum it up, is a teacher with no credentials. Oh. So I don't get to do the dirty work. Oh, all so the that's actually quite nice. Yeah. That <laughs> that's the problem. You didn't spend a bunch of money on shit. And now you Yeah, I don't do that. Did. I don't have to take care of 25 plus kids. I focus, I work in the special ed, a special ed <laughs> department. So kids with learning disabilities and yeah, but it's, it's very rewarding. I love it. Okay, so it takes the, a lot of patience too with these kids. I was literally about to ask that. <laughs> and I'm and assuming I swear it does. after the way things are going now, I am almost losing my patience. And I have a lot of patience, but I'm about to break. I mean, not like two weeks ago, I was very stressful because this whole zooming class thing, it's it's just too much. Too much. Look, my wife's a principal. And we have kids in school and I don't work. So all I do is sit here and deal with them during oh school. Gosh. And it is an absolute nightmare. Um, and I often think like, cause I don't get to hear my, both my kids have headsets on. And mm -hmm. What is going on with this teacher right now? What is going through their brain? And cause I couldn't imagine having to, having to wrangle 17, 18, maybe sometimes upwards of 30 kids at one time on a zoom meeting. Yeah. Um, why don't you go ahead and talk about that? Tell me how you're feeling about it. 
Well, um, I am assigned to one student, which my student that I'm assigned to this year, she suffers, she has cerebral palsy. So my difficult, the way this is hard for me is the fact that I can't physically help her, which that's what she needs. She needs someone right next to her to help her hold her pencil, have her pencil done correctly, grab her papers. It's just a mess. So that has been stressful enough. But with the other kids, I mean, there's a lot of kids that I think get left behind because there's so many little squares, right? And only a few kids participate. And those are the ones you, the teacher tends to just pay attention to are the ones that are constantly unmuting themselves and kids get lost in the crowd like that which to me, it's kind of like, it's sad. It's sad. And me right. being in the classroom, I really try to just scroll through the whole classroom to see who's actually paying attention or who's struggling. Because you actually see kids struggling. I've seen a kid struggle with math with his dad right next to him. And you could tell his father was so frustrated. Like, I mean, the whole body language was just like, oh, you know? And um, I called him out. I'm like, hey, Thomas, you need help? You know, and I asked the teacher, send me to a breakout room, you know, because I feel like I could see that he's struggling. And I, then I see the dad just walking away like, okay, fine, forget it. You know, but you can see a lot of the kids. I mean, what's, what's, a, break, what's a breakout room? A breakout room is where the teacher sends me and other students that need help. So it takes it away from her from her life teaching, and then I'm teaching them. But at it's, a, it's at still a, online. It's not like physical. It's still online, and I have to be. We have to be in the same meeting. Uh, like you, like you can do a breakout room right now and just send Tony and I, and then him and I will be chit chatting about whatever. And yeah, you're so on just it. basically a subset of the room, so yeah, like you can basically yeah solitary, solitary confinement in prison. Yeah. This is something, <laughs> I'm telling you, I, I see my kid doing this all day long. I had no idea what a breakout room is. And I was like, I've heard him I, say that yeah. that term, though. I've actually heard him say that. He'd been like, yeah, it's a breakout room. And okay. I was like, whoa, God, these guys are getting fire right now. They're like, yeah, I, no, I mean, yeah, yeah, no, apparently it's a thing. When we started school and they said, you know, you'll be going to a breakout room, but you got to make sure teachers a, a certified teachers in there and all that stuff. I honestly, okay, this is how stupid I was because I never heard of it. I honestly thought I had to take my laptop to a room that has a certified teacher so I can talk to these kids, but it didn't work like that. They, it was all, they meant it all online. And I thought I had to physically go to another room as a breakout room. But I'm like, oh, okay, that makes sense. But, you know, those breakout rooms work good because it's, I'm able to teach kids that are struggling. And it's a smaller group versus 20, because we have right now 24 kids in our classroom. So I'm basically like a co-teacher in this class. They're second graders. And the math now, it's just... It's so ridiculous the way they want them to do math. And that's usually the most hard part that they do all day, basically. And that's like just an hour. Um, Tony, but Tony, uh, Tony, I would like to say, I think what you said earlier about having two kids in this program, your wife's principal, 
still didn't know what breakout room was is kind of a testament to what most parents are going through, which it's, is it's yes. half understanding and it's full frustration. You know what right. I mean? That, right. That's kind of what I've been hearing. Now my daughter's 19 in college. I got to worry about this shit. Thank God. <laughs> uh, Evelyn, I do have a question for you, though. Where do you feel uh, this system is failing you as somebody trying to help somebody else? Like, what, oh what my god like the, what's like the, the major i'm sure there's a lot of things because i've heard a lot of parents i work with a lot of people that were going through this parents and frustration and seeing them and basically they tell me they work two jobs every day they get paid for one and one they do for free well technically that's kind of a weird way to say it but i uh, like what what's the thing <laughs> well i mean it, it's a it's a real it's a real expression of how people oh no it's super true though i mean yeah. terrible, but it's honest uh yeah. Yeah. So, so like, like what, what's the one glaring thing that like that where they're failing you, where the help you need? You know, it's just really, I mean, like I said, my student is very special and the fact that I can't, I mean, it's hard for me to look at her through a computer and not be able to help her grab her math book or her pencil. Um, and you know it's just you know it's all i can do is like where's your math book where's your math book and she's looking around i mean it seriously takes us like 20 minutes in order for her to get her book her pencil and then finally sit down and do it and that differently would have been i have it for you right here here we go let's do this you know so now it's like it's hard for me to see the struggle she has and not be able to do like just sit there and not be able to do anything. You know, that right there is just so, it's so hard. And the sad thing about it is that she had the option to come into the school to physically get help from me um, for a few hours throughout the day, like from eight to 1230. And the mom opted out of it because she's a twin. She's a twin. And she said, if, I want both of them to be able to go together. And if one, I don't want one or the other because they'll miss each other. But it's sad because she's missing out on a lot of help that she could she's get. Gonna, yeah, she needs but that the, help. That's, her, yeah. her twin I'm assuming is, the her twin, twin isn't, isn't special needs, I assume. No, no, but she, um, well, I, mean, I think she, I, she I, needs I help she's too. I get where she's coming yeah. from. You don't want them, yeah. either one of them to feel, and that's all they're going to feel. I like do too. Is different. I, I do too, but I mean, she, you know, it's only for a few hours. Yeah. And I think, Take you the know, sister her, to, for ice cream or to Disneyland for two hours. Whatever. I mean, her sister would be on Zoom during that time. It's just her, uh, her twin would be with me physically, but they'll see each other in the classroom. You know what I mean? Virtually. Yeah, there, yes. there's there's an aspect to that where, like, look, I don't know your your parents, the, the parents in this situation or anything, but part of me is thinking, like, look, if my child needs that help, I'd probably physically help, physical help doing it, and I'm unable, I'd probably end up doing it. I mean, and that's not my judgment or anything. It's just like, yeah, I will say this, this has been really hard on parents because usually school turns into some type of like, it's a glorified babysitter, to be honest. Yeah. I mean, oh, it, definitely. You're like, okay, hey man, I got the kids in school. I can do what I need to do. Why do you think like parents go apeshit 
and get happy as all hell when September comes around. It's because they got to like, yeah. they're like, okay, look, I can get things done and not have to be around my kid all the time. Uh, we're like having to deal with that and, or ignoring them and the feeling of being a bad parent or, you know, not ignoring them and not getting anything done or, or whatever. Uh, my wife says this a lot. She goes like most of these people, cause she, her job, she's basically the complaint department. Right. Right. And she's the principal and there's already a head of the school who's like her boss who mm-hmm. like get, I'm pretty sure this lady gave my wife the job because she was like, Hmm, maybe I can make a principal and it'll be stripped of all the responsibility. Go it's to, just all the parents. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like just dumping shit on her. And all of them, she goes basically like 90% of it is just people who are tired of dealing with their kids all day. The good thing about this that I think is a lot of the times the teachers, we get concerned about kids' actions. Um, There are some parents that are in denial that their kid needs help because we look at that a lot as far as, um, you know, they don't pay attention. They're in daydreamers and, you know, they have a hard time, you know, we have a hard time getting them to just start work you know, and we always asked for them to, you know, the ones we see that are kind of almost in the spectrum, we ask, like, assess them. There's something there. We just want to assess them to see how much help if they need extra help. Right. Right. But these, there's a lot of parents that are in denial. So this, I think, works a little bit that's a good thing. That's one of the good positive things that comes. It holds kind of a mirror up to their face. Yeah, can see, oh, this is what they were talking about. Like, why aren't you paying attention? Why are you, you know, like, I, you know, it gets to show them. Or, or like, that's a a good call. Yeah. Or 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 you need to put some pants on and not be drinking at 10 in the morning. (laughs) (laughs) I've seen two dads already with no shirts during a Zoom Zoom class. (laughs) Real shit. That's happening twice. So we know you have a child yourself. You have a daughter. Uh, how's that learning going for her as far as the, the distance learning, so to speak, going for her? Um, good. She's 14. Sadly, the thing that saddens me about this is the fact that it was her first, it's her first year in high school. So she didn't get to have that experience, although she really doesn't care. She didn't do the whole... Um, graduating from eighth grade either but she didn't care she's a good kid you is know, she, I got is lucky. she frustrated at all with this new way of uh yeah is she, she like it? adapting to it well enough where she's she, like she shown any signs? does she feel she's learning i think that's a, that's probably the biggest question i mean she's old enough to know like I'll hey i ain't this. learning shit or i am i'll tell you this when she was in school the homework could be like mm, whenever i feel like it and now it's more, and it could be because school is over early because for her school is over by noon or 12.30. And, but she gets straight to homework right after she gets off. Like mm-hmm. I've even told her, take a break, you know, but she's like, no, I just want to get it done and over with. And that way I have the rest of my, my day. But that's I actually think, not a bad plan. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, it's no, like, hey, it's not. Nailed it. And, I'm out of here. Yeah. And I'm kind of glad because um, I think if she would have been in school, it would have kind of like lagged, you know, and maybe not done homework as often as she needed to or, you know, or late homework. Um, so I think in this situation, it's kind of a plus for her. 
because mm -hmm. she it could be because she has a lot of time and sadly she's home alone you know because i have to i actually have to go to work i don't work from home i have oh. to physically go to the school and work from there but um this the the to me academically she's doing good she does like the whole online thing she she wouldn't mind going back to school um they did have the option of doing that 100 percent online or eventually going to hybrid once you know they go back and she'll be doing that but to me the whole socializing with friends and all that that's where i feel that, like that's even usually all these, the even aspect the that they miss out on right yeah yeah even the I younger mean, kids i mean theoretically if you're older like you'll probably have less of a time it'd probably be less difficult for you you know you're like okay look i already know the people i know i'm down yeah. with the people i'm down with you know you, you're you're a little kid you know you're a third grader or second grader like you don't know anybody yet what do you know you know yeah. your parents you know and that's what i think about too like we actually have kids in our in our school because of cdc um, so there are a few kids there, so they get to interact and play out in the playground for a while. But the rest of them, like, I just feel for them because... Wait, what's CDC? You know, um, Child Disease Development Control. Center. Okay. I thought it's it was something completely program. different. No, I thought it was Center yet. for Disease Control. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I know what that is. Oh, yes, sure. <laughs> Somebody, um, no, it's a, like an after school program, uh, you know, you. for the parents that work. Yeah, so well, well um, it's good to know the Center for I, Disease Control I, is not I taking over yeah. your school. <laughs> They're in every school, uh huh. I partook <laughs> in it, I didn't know what it was called. I know I didn't know the cool abbreviation for it. Yeah, it's, you know, and it's sad to see them. I mean, they're, they're the cutest things because they, they're out there wearing their mask, you know, they're in a classroom and you see the kids in the zoom class with their mask on because they they're in school so that's how it has to be but you know with the other kids i just like you know i think kids at that age for elementary i mean they need to be out there playing and having that kind of interaction with you're learning your social, your social skills for sure that, that's yeah. Really, yeah, they're, they're gonna they're gonna suffer at the end of all things just because they're they're not going to be able to that's a that's a big time for them, especially like the, yeah, you know, like kindergarten, I mean, that first grade, fair. second grade. Mm, okay, I will, I will play devil's advocate on this. I do meet on a daily basis people that are seventy to eighty years old that ask me how to cook shit, and I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa wait a minute, you got to this age and you don't know how to <laughs> cook a piece of chicken? Like, how are you alive? Like, what's wrong with you? Like, but wow. that's my, see, but that's maybe my their wife cooked the chicken. No, no, well. It's a woman asking. Um, Maybe her husband cooked the chicken or her wife cooked the chicken. Don't yeah. try to break stereotypes. <laughs> my, my, my point is that's me and my own, like, um, my own values on them. You know what I mean? From my perspective, I don't understand how they could have lived this long and not knowing how to cook a steak or a piece of chicken. And no one taught me that. I just, you, you learn it. You got to eat at some point. You know what I mean? Yeah. But, but. Aside from that, they have made it that far. So what you're saying about the social thing, I understand it 120%, but there could be a new social system we're not aware of because we're from an older generation. Um, this, under the us, new social be system is be better, Instagram, be Snapchat. No, no, it's that's, not. That's their thing. Well, yeah, that's it is their thing. Snapchat. That's true. Yeah. It's I a part of it. 
it's one thing that's going to come from this is that a lot less parents are going to be very helicoptery. They're going to be like, okay, yeah, I was with this guy all the time. That's like, ah, fuck him. You know, like, uh, like let him, he let him figure it out. I was with him all summer. I was with him like, all, like you know, like all school year. I'm next to this guy all the time. I'm pretty sure I'm just going to be all right with him doing whatever he wants. Cause that's one thing I think about a lot. Like I'm around my kids all the time now they'll come up to me and be like, Hey dad, I'm like, what are you going to say? It's probably not going to be important a thousand times out of a thousand. It's not important. And I'm like, ah, oh. I will also say maybe that's a natural order of things is the way that we, Oh did. no, it absolutely is. Dude. I think so. now is. that they're home, it is upsetting that. And like Evelyn was saying, the fact that they don't want to socialize the way that we did. So they're home even more on the, like yeah. on the weekends when I'd never be home. The way, the I way kids that. socialize nowadays, it's just like changed. It's not like, they still it socialize, has. you know, it's just different. You know, it's, I think that's something that we'd have to get used to ultimately because like when you were a kid, I was a kid, like we didn't have a computer in our pocket. You know, yeah. <laughs> like, so, so it's a lot different then, you know, like now it's like, okay, well, if I really want to talk to that person, I don't have to awkwardly talk to them with my voice. I could just like hit them like a little message, you know, and then they'll get back to me whenever they can. And is it like going to be a changing of like how, people evolve like yeah definitely children are gonna not know how to talk to other people friend we have longtime friends like connie has been my friend since we were 11 and i've always i've always enjoyed the fact that i have and still keep in touch with a lot of my elementary school friends because connie's not the only one i have a few that i still keep in touch with and i wanted that for my daughter to have that kind of you know friendship but she doesn't seem to care but nowadays, it's like, how many followers are on Instagram? Like, I know she has kids that go to her school, that follow her on Instagram, that like her pictures and comment on her pictures, but she won't say hi to, they won't say hi to each other in person. Yeah. I'm very sociable and I'll talk to strangers like I've known them forever kind of thing. And she gets so weirded out sometimes and she'll notice when I'm about to interact with somebody and she kind of pulls me back and she's like no mom no no they don't they don't want to talk to you they don't want to talk to you you know and i'm like no i just want to ask them a question like no no you don't need to they're not your friends like that's what she tells me but to me it's just like i don't know where she gets it from because i'll just talk to anybody and i wish she was kind of like that and you know, she's, she has spent more time with me than her father because, of course, she lives with me. But her dad could be sociable and non-sociable at the same time. Like, he picks and chooses. I don't. If I want to ask a question or talk to somebody, I will. And, you know, it's funny how she has almost the personality of her father when she hasn't lived with him longer. My mother and my grandmother are really quick to talk to anybody. We'd be at Disneyland. They're talking to some couple from fucking Idaho in front of me. And I'm like, yeah, grandma, we got nothing to talk about with those people. Okay. Calm down, calm down. And now in my later years, I'm my grandma and my mom. So, I mean, like, yeah, I, I, I actually at am that as well. age. You are mm -hmm. like against it, but then once, you know, it, it, it still is ingrained in you and eventually it comes to blossom at some point. Yeah. My, my wife gets mad at me all the time. Just cause like, I'll start talking to people like, Cause like, what am I do? Talk to her? 
like, <laughs> like we're done here. Like we we're we're at our limit. We've talked about everything, you know. So like, hey, remember that time we talked to that you one know, guy? You know. So it's like a straight a friend you haven't met yet. That's a stranger. I you know? think so you're, you know I was pretty shy. I think in my younger years, from what I remember. I. I mean, a lot of people tell me I wasn't, but I I'm pretty sure I was really shy. I think I started doing that because I was a stay at home mom. So I only interacted with my child and I only had her. And I think, and sometimes I think to myself, did I ruin her for talking to her as a kid, like an adult? Because I never talked to her as a baby. You know, I talked to her like, oh, we're going to go here. And, you know, like if she was my friend. But so when I came across adults, I was like on it. I like wanted to know their whole life story, you know, because I didn't, I, was spending my time with a five-year-old, a four-year-old, a three, you know, it was always like, I was a stay-at-home mom for 10 years. You just want, you just wanted to get that sense of yes. like adult, uh, that adult experience. Like, yes. hey, yeah, yeah. Hey, yeah. hey yeah. driving, that's a thing. That's, you know? that's, yeah. the pre- that's the precursor to streaming, uh, binge watching a whole show. Like you just go yeah, to the right. park and you're like, who's this guy? I got to know everything. Yeah. I got to know everything. I'm going to binge watch everything. You like, got I got five minutes with you. <laughs> yes. Tell me everything. Yeah, yeah. seriously. Yeah. Seriously. So, you I, know, I, I, mean, I do that now. I do that now in, in any time I go with, there's just more than two adults. I'm just like, just talk to me. Just say, say words to me that like kids don't say. <laughs> eye contact. You know, like, eye contact. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right here, man. Yeah. Eye contact. That's another thing. Yeah. That's yeah, hard. now nowadays it gets easier because she, you know, she's a little bit more aware of adult things, I guess you can say, you know. I mean, yeah. she gives me she gives me advice sometimes about certain things, which is like, you know, and that's when I'm like, gosh, did I rob her from her childhood, you know, because she's so mature for her age, I think. She's very well, very mature. I think ultimately that's probably going to end up in the good column, you know, like yeah, it's like you can only watch so much Doc McStuffins until there's a point you're like, okay, <laughs> this is asinine, you know. So like, and if your kid looks at it and goes at five and goes, this is asinine, you at least you're on the right track, and you guys have like a better rapport with one another, which is ultimately yeah. what you would want. This has been Cabin Fever. Special thanks to Evelyn Leal. Are we, uh, are we yes, gonna tie it up? Real I quick? think her name's Evil Lynn. And Evil, Evil Lynn. Lynn. What, what He-Man character would you be, Tony? Oh, I'd be Man at Arms, the guy with the stupid helmet. I knew helmet. that. I'd, like be a brain. <laughs> I'd be I'd be trap jaw because I eat everything and anything. Oh my gosh! Damn, you send like messages like subliminally. <laughs> wow. Okay. You ever seen me? Kevin you ever seen me eat chicken? I eat the bone. I love the marrow. I have seen you eat chicken last time. Yeah, I eat the bone. I like the marrow. Oh my gosh! For so- Evelyn and Trap Jaw. I'm Man at Arms, <laughs> and we will catch you guys next week. Thanks for coming on, Evelyn. Yes, thank you for having me. It was great having you. It was fun. Later.